Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting and entertaining edition of our take on the bold and the beautiful. My name is Jonathan. I will be your host today. And joining me, as always, we have Jenna, Marissa, and Devante. Hey, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi. Okay, so we're just going to jump right into some story discussion because we started to do a little bit of pre-show talk, and I kept saying we have to save it because I've got some feelings on this terrible, trashy week, and I just need to, to express them. And I only want to express them once because this show makes repetitive dialogue sound like commonplace, and I don't want to be repetitive. So let's talk about the insignificance of the Logans being divided over flow and her kidney donation. What in the world? So Flo donated. We got the big shocking reveal last week of with the dramatic music swelling of it was Flo after all she did this. And now everybody's like she did it for, you know, to get us to forgive her. And then she did it for her own reasons and blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, like they're writing Flo as if, no, I just wanted to do the right thing. Like, where do you guys fall on the Flo bandwagon I, I think her heart was in the right place I just I just think Shauna had ulterior motives if that makes any sense yeah I agree with that yeah like Flo is doing it for the right reasons Shauna on the other hand is trying to get in get her daughter in back with the Logan so that it would benefit her and she wants to get in over his good side as well yeah, it was just kind of. I think Shauna is just using this as a, a chess piece, right? Yeah. This is exactly. just the latest move yeah. that she has to get things moving in the direction she wants things to go. Mhm. Mhm. It's just. And, oh. that, and it it puts her in nicely with Ridge as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's this great thing my daughter yeah. did, and hope or and Brooke and everyone is being so mean to us, and all we do is try to do the right thing, and. Look at Brooke. She's always doing. Look what she's doing to to you and to Thomas and da 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 da. It just gives her like that nice little easy turn into yeah. stroking Ridge's ego and hopefully more. She's definitely wanting to stroke more. So this week Thomas got confirmation that Shauna dun 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 kissed Ridge. <gasps> oh, oh no. My. And, yeah, so now Shauna has told Ridge the truth, and he's kind of like, huh. And she's also confessed that she's in love with Ridge. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, here's the thing. I think they have chemistry. I think I like them together as actors. I don't like the story. No, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. The story's just so boring. Like, it's just annoying. It's annoying. Because you mentioned this last week, I believe, Marissa, but where's the stakes, right? The stakes are not there. These people are not there. There was no sex. There was no no real sexual tension. There was a rapey kiss and breakfast. That was breakfast. Like, Mm -hmm. she brought pancakes. That's the 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 big denouement of the story is waffles, and I just I don't know. Uh, Jenna, what what are you thinking of Ridge and Shauna? 
Okay, first let me say that we, this show uses the word love way too much. Like, you do not fall in love with someone in a week. I don't care. Like, this show uses love, marriage, divorce, way too much. Mm-hmm. Just get that out of the way. That's annoying. Yes. But I think it's just, I don't even know where, where she's coming from with this. Because it's like, it's not like Ridge was ever super nice to her when she first came out. And the berating that he did after he found out about the baby and everything that, you know, they did to Steffi and Hope. And it's just like, so you love him because? why now you know and I mean like I said Ridge is never extremely nice to her so I'm just like I don't get where these these tender feelings are coming from from either side like Ridge has of course hasn't been like oh I love you da 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 but he feels some type of way and it, the writing hasn't shown us is it is it sexual is it you know compassionate or caring or you know none of the above like what is I... it and they're not showing I get Shauna's aspect of it though. Like Shauna has been reading about Ridge for Ridge, Shauna is Brooke Logan. She's been yes. reading about Ridge in the tabloids for years. She's been admiring this family, this money, this power, this wealth, and now she found a way in and she just wants to. She's been watching him on TMZ. She's been following his story for years. She wants to be Brooke. And now she sees such opportunity and she's taking it with every scheming bit that she has. The problem is they're not playing the subtext of it. They're just exactly. playing the outline. Yeah. See, the way you're explaining it is so perfect, but the show is not doing that. You know what I mean? Like, if we knew where her motivation was, okay, she wants Ridge, she wants his money, she wants his glamour, the glitz of it all. You know what I mean? But we're not really seeing that. We just see her being weird, following him around, kissing him when he's drunk sleep. It's just so weird it just makes sense i feel like and it doesn't have to be because like we said the pieces of the puzzle are there she wants mm-hmm. to she wants the power she wants to be an influencer she wants the man and the money and the name like if she was targeting that could you imagine if she was like really we had the motivation behind it we had the heart behind it and she was going head to head with brooke over ridge like and you made the focus of the story the women and the women fighting, and the women power, and you gave them both backbones and motivation, and now we have Shauna scheming to to take um, Brooke's man, but Brooke Logan ain't, you know, gonna let, <laughs> I was gonna say, just lay on her back, but that's exactly what she's gonna do, and she's gonna twist it and reverse it, and just make sure that she keeps him, and that's the thing, is you could have these powerhouse characters going up against each other, but right now, it's so shallow that it doesn't work. Oh. And if you're going to make her crazy, they should have had her do have like one of those boards like Allie had for Hope that was all stalkerish and weird oh and like goodness. make it for Ridge. You know what I mean? Where she has like these candles that she lights and it's all ominous and weird. And I mean, if that's what you're going for, then go there. I mean, exactly. you're all beautiful for God's sake. It's not yeah. like you haven't been there before. You know, so if that's what you're going to do, write it correctly. And it all just goes back to the writing for me. I just can't. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, with Shauna, it's like, Yes, I like the fact that her character is like, this is what I want, this is what I'm going to go for, but give me, like, the reasons behind it, like y'all said, other than, you know, oh, I've been reading about you, okay, so what's your motivation? Like, other than the fact that you, like, do you want the money? Bring up the money. Do you want the Mm -hmm. power? Bring up the power. Like, try to worm your way in if this is, like, what you're going to do. And, like I said, you can't have nice things. I've been reading about a lot of people. Nice writing. And I would never do this to anybody. (laughs) Ever. So I just like, I don't get it. 
Like, we need, like, scenes with, like, her and Flo. You know what I mean? Her being like, oh, my God, like, Ridge is so, you know, he's so rich. Oh, my God, like, I want in. You know what I mean? More of that to be seen, like, oh, okay, that's what she's after. You know what I mean? That's what she wants. Like, she wants to be Ridge's wife or something. You know what I mean? Like, just something. They need to, like you said, they need to go there. Go there. This show is, like, one of the shows I can actually count on to go to, like, links. You know what I mean? Not a lot of soap operas will do that. This show goes there. But yeah. I feel like they're, like... Like, what's going on? What like, angers me most about the show is this is a soap, and we have the time to tell the story. Could you have imagined had it started back when Shauna first came on, right? And it just started laying the groundwork of, you know, I always have been reading about these foresters here in L.A., and now finding out that you're involved with Wyatt again, who just happens to be related to, you know, Quinn, who's now married to Eric, like – we finally have an end to this family that we've been talking about for years and then just slowly start building the groundwork of how she wanted to get to this point. And then instead of the kiss with Ridge, maybe they actually slept together and maybe she, you know, got something and maybe honestly she wanted the power more. So she filmed it. Exactly. And Vinny was going to use that video and he had two options. He either leaves Brooke and starts seeing her, or she sees the video. Yeah. And you just manip- you go all in, and you actually tell a story. Because here's the thing: I just came up with that off the top of my head, and it was way more interesting than anything that these people are made yeah. millions to come up with. And it's just it's sad because just that little bit, just that little tiny bit of story and character and heart, just increased the level of engagement that we have with the story tenfold mm-hmm. but as jenna says we can't have nice things so let's talk about wyatt for a second oh god no. okay um i hate every so the little kid playing douglas i love him like so i do cute. he's cute he's awesome any scene that he's in though they dumb everybody around him down it's like, you know when you see adults talking to, like, babies, and they speak in, like, little baby, and you're like, stop it. Don't do that. You're embarrassing yourself. That's every scene that Douglas is in for me, because it's like, well, I don't know where the diapers are, so we need to refill the diaper bag, and I just don't know what to do. There's a list. I don't know where the list is, and then little Douglas comes out. Here's here's the diapers. Here's the list. And they're like, oh, aren't you just the cutest little boy? <laughs> Yeah. He's so smart. Like, stop it. People I mean, don't talk like just that like giving him a fist bump and being yeah. like, "Thanks, buddy." You yeah. know, just like, like hey, people. good job, dude. And then just moved on. Like that's how people <laughs> should talk to kids. Treat them like normal people and just move on. Ugh. The B and B they drag everything. They drag everything. They drag it. They just do extra for me. So Wyatt is just I don't know. Then here's the thing. I don't the even B&B. know what the point of that those scenes were was it so that i feel compassion for Wyatt and sally or i think Wyatt and sally could be parents or like i just i don't i don't understand i don't get it i didn't just... mind the scenes i thought they were pretty cute and um sally looked really pretty i loved the like the down yes. look you know yes her makeup was really nice her outfit was cute and comfortable i thought it was really cute um and i just like seeing the little kids though around they're just so cute they they did that, but... the cutest kids why well, is just an idiot? I can't stand him right now. Not a fan. Well, what about Thomas? 
So, like I said, he overheard Shauna and Ridge talking, and now he's like, I got a secret. I got a secret. I can tell everybody. Woohoo. And then so he confronts and talks to Zoe, who we haven't seen in months. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> contract negotiations requirement? I don't know. Like, it felt like it was like, oh, we got an episode guarantee, so let's put her on and in the scene where she doesn't really belong. Yeah. Did you see? Did y'all see that board that he had? That Thomas had of, of all the people who are gonna be gone. It's just so. That was so ridiculous. It like, was so weird. Like he's he's crazy. He's lost it. He's gonna get rid of all these people. And like I said a couple of weeks ago, when it's his end game, they're not going anywhere. So it's just he's not gonna drive all these people off. But like yeah, like you said, like what is he trying to do though? Like what is he trying to accomplish? Because I'm yeah. do any of them even work at Forrester besides from Brooke and Hope? So what is he trying to do? Trying yeah. to kill them or something? Like what is what is his plan in his head? Like I don't understand that. It makes no sense. Yeah. Like you say, make it make sense. Cause it, it makes no sense. Yeah. Well, we did find out that Dr. Buckingham was well hundred percent being, you know, extradited from the UK. Um, to the U.S. because Ridge Forster said so, and that's how the law works. And so that's gonna happen at some point, probably off camera, because I haven't heard Wayne Brady coming back. Um, so that's cute. Um, but yeah, there there wasn't really a lot of heart or soul or anything to that story. And like you said, Thomas is just coming off as a, a psycho without a plan. So, but at least he has a crazy vision board. That's what I'm saying. If you're going to make him crazy, yeah. have just go there. Yeah. Yeah, you know what go I mean? there. Just do it. So his crazy vision board, which I found kind of funny because I was like, what does that say? <laughs> I had to pause it. And I was like reading it and I was like, well, okay, goals, I guess. At least you have a goal. But what's the plan? <laughs> what's the plan? You know, like, Give me the plan and hopefully the plan is coming. But Everybody's right now, yeah, start he somewhere. just looks insane. He just looks absolutely crazy oh lord I okay i do here's the thing honestly he's a great actor for this role he is. and he's yeah. doing he's committing to the insanity 110 percent. like i'm give him that i just don't like the character of thomas anymore me either yeah i want to put him in the face it was hard for me because honestly like i wasn't a fan of thomas post what he did to caroline like, that was just weird for me. And I was like, ah, you need to go away. But then they just kept going, and what they've turned him into this go-around, like, boy. I, don't, I love I, the actor that played Thomas last time, too, though. He was so hot. Oh, yes. my God. Yes. He was gorgeous. He was hot. Was that body of his? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the, there was a difference in their acting styles, too. Like, I, And I mean this in the nicest way, but Matt's... <laughs> more of a soap actor and Pearson I could see being an actor if that makes yeah. sense like I, I see him actor, tra- actor. Yeah. yeah I see him transitioning to other forms of media and me enjoying him whereas Matt fits bold in the beautiful really comfortably <laughs> and I appreciate his style yeah so um, yes well I mean that's another thing because I mean he was on the Young and the Restless Oh, yeah. You know, years ago, and I did not enjoy him on The Young and the Restless. No. And I think it was more the character than the actor, because they never really let him do anything until the very end when he got killed. 
And um, so that it's like that's when the story came in. Yep. In this iteration, like they're letting him play the fool, and I kind of dig it. Like I don't like what they're doing to Thomas. Let me just get that out of the way. I'm talking about the actor. Like the actor is putting in the work, and on a show like this, it's perfect. Because I mean, we talk about how some days is campy, but when it comes to villains, the bold and the beautiful has that camp. Like. Mm-hmm. I mean, down to a T, like they know how to make a campy villain. And he is perfect at what he's doing. 100%. 100%. Well, that brings us to the last story, the one I've been wanting to talk about the most. And it is round 749 of Oof. Hope Liam Steffi. Okay, so. <laughs> When I was watching Thursday's episode and I saw it end, I was like, huh, so this is where we're going. And I was like, okay, obviously we've got all three actors here and now he's gotten enough time with Nika to like build that chemistry up. And we, we could see like there's, there's, uh, there's Hope and Liam kind of work together. So it's, it's time for another triangle. Oh. But and then Friday's episode ended and Hope was chewing every bit of scenery left in that in Steffi's house and I just was speechless. You need to tell her that we are gonna be together and it's not her and you're not having sex with her and you're not love her and it's just me. You're gonna co parent her and that's it. And she the look on Liam's face was like, Girl, I need you to stop talking. I need you yeah. to just chill. Just just yeah. for a second so I can tell you what's going on. And she was literally losing her ever loving mind. Yeah. <laughs> She was. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, Liam's like, actually, um, I think I'm going to just stay here. What they both should do is kick him to the curb. Like, yes. I don't understand yes. at all how these two oh. attractive women in LA feel like Liam Spencer <laughs> is the only man around. Like, I don't understand that part at all. I can't stand the right. Download Tinder. I can't stand the writing for Steffi and Hope. The way they're written is just, I would love to see them go get back into a rivalry about the, their businesses, like mm-hmm. Hope for the Preacher or Steffi's bedroom. But the, the fight over Liam again for the millionth time is just, like you said, they're two brutal, attractive women. Can they be involved with other people besides Liam? It's just sickening. If you cannot find some other man in Los Angeles, Mm-hmm. To, 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 to hook up with. I promise you, you go anywhere else in the world, they will flock to you yes. and you will do fine. Like, I don't understand this. He is not, he's not a good person. Uh-huh. He is not the, I love Scott Clifton. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think he's I love great. Him. Like, I see that. But he's, like, I don't think he's on the show for eye candy. Like, you can have anything. These are yeah. two, like, bombshells and you're telling me you're gonna give it up all and just keep going crazy over him like okay you choose you want to choose my sister again well guess what go have her because i'm gonna have every other man and also i'm taking your kid you're not gonna see him like have a backbone somebody please yeah Yeah. i mean i I feel like that's where no go ahead no, you can continue. Sorry. No, I, I just thought that's where they were going when, you know, 
they had Steffi with the Bill and, and Liam thing. And she was like, you know what? I choose me. I choose myself. Mm-hmm. And she walked out the door. And I was like, finally. Sure. Like, what on earth? Be alone for a little bit. Like, raise your kid. Like, you know, find you. And then hopefully find somebody else. But then, you know, everything else always has to come back around to Liam's dick. And I just don't get it. Like, Carter, I keep saying it. I'm willing this crap into existence. Somebody, you know. Yeah. Carter's single. There, I mean, like you said, you're in LA. You run a place where male models come through your door all the time, and they don't always work for you. So when they're not working for you, why don't you call me? We'll meet at Bikini. You know, like why does it have to be Liam or a Spencer in general? Why does it have to be fighting over a Spencer's dick? I don't get it. I will never understand it. I don't get it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Okay, I'm done. Good. <laughs> Here's my question for you guys. And I, I'm not sure how you guys feel about this. But when I started watching Bolton Beef, when I started in 07-ish, I think is when what I figured out, I hated the show. Like, I'll be real. I don't didn't really enjoy anything I watched. And it wasn't really until the first go-around of Hope, Liam, and Steffi that there was something that made me want to tune in every single day and i really enjoyed it and i enjoyed it for the most part up until you know steffi's exit were you guys ever fans of the this couple when they ate the show alive or have you always been uh, against it and wanting something else because i know a lot of bold and beautiful fans didn't enjoy any period of hopefully and steffi and i'm just wondering were you anybody here fans of this triangle um no. Yeah, no. For me, when I had started watching, um, I started in, like, 2008, I think, or whatever. But um, when Steffi came along, whatever, I liked Bill and Steffi. And then they just dropped that, whatever, and then they went to the whole Liam, Hope, and Steffi storyline, and I just hated it. I always hated it. I never thought that he actually loved Steffi. It was always just, like, for me, plot. I feel like he never really loved Steffi until this, like, when Kim Matula had, I mean, Kim Matula had left the show, and then Steffi had returned. That's when I felt like he actually did. Kind when they of were forced, because yeah, he had like, no other option. Yeah, when he, I feel like he kind of loved Steffi at that point, but I feel like he always chose Hope over Steffi. So <laughs> I just never really cared for that pairing or for that triangle ever. That storyline has been going on for like ten years straight. I'm over it. I need Steffi with another man. She has been with Liam on and off for so many years, and when she had had that scene with her and Bill, and she's like, "Oh, I choose myself." She's been alone for, like, a year now. Like, she needs someone new. Like, stop going to the same repetitive story. We're over it. The fans don't want it. Just, like, end that. Just end it. I never liked them, liked them because I felt like the writing was very uh, unfair to Stephanie and Hope. One of them was always getting the shaft. So I just, it was just very sexist writing. I remember one particular storyline where Liam left Hope and went to Steffi because Hope wouldn't put out, basically. That was the gist of the storyline. Hope wouldn't have sex. So he went to Steffi. And that kind of stuff just makes me, makes my stomach, makes me sick. And so, yeah, I was never a fan of the training, but I just felt sexist, repetitive crap. Okay. What about you, Jenna? I mean, 
there were parts of it that I didn't mind. I mean, it's a soap. You're going to have triangles, whatever. I was never, like, on board for one more than the other. But, like, then it got to the point where it was just, you know, oh, Hope, oh, Steffi, oh, Brooke, oh, Taylor. And I was just like, are we really doing this again? Like, seriously? And then it just got to the point where it's like, just pick one. I don't even care which one anymore. Just pick one and stick with them and leave it alone. Like, mm-hmm. I'm over it. Like, I don't care. Like, I seriously was like, I don't care which one you pick. I don't care. Just pick somebody. And then when Hope married Wyatt, I was like, okay, okay, fine. Maybe we're finally, like, over this right now. No, never. And then she comes back. And it's always like he picks. It's like he always, like, Liam always has, like, a buffer. Like, if Steffi's not on the canvas, he's with Hope. But then when Mm -hmm. Steffi comes back, it's always this push and pull. Then Hope leaves. Then he's with Steffi. And, oh, it's always you're the one, honey, to each one of them until the other one comes back. And it's like, how on earth is anybody fighting for this man? Like, mm-hmm. he is the most trash-ass character on soaps. Like, seriously. Like, for me, he's even worse than Ridge. Like, I'm just oh, he's like, definitely I, worse than Ridge. I yeah. don't get it. I don't understand how these stands will go back and forth fighting about each other. And, well, your girl said this and your girl said this. Yeah. But guess what? They said that because the writing on the show is shit. And yeah. it, mm-hmm. consistent writing is not a thing on The Bold and the Beautiful. So that's why they keep going back and forth like making each other sound like hypocrites because nobody knows what someone else wrote a freaking week ago like it's exactly. dumb sorry i'm on a soapbox today good lord no but this I, is good though like, good i'm over it like can we go back to those scenes though between liam and um hope and steffi though i felt like it was just like he, his face at the end i just wanted mm-hmm. one of them just to go to it and just punch his face yes. because like what is like what is with the flip-flop just be sister wise raise your kids together with liam he's the dad you guys are the two wives you have two children period you know what i mean stop with the back and forth nobody wants to see that anymore and then for me i feel like the 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 whole like um the little confrontation between hope and steffi was just so oh my god they both just like why are we doing this again yes what is the reason like what liam is not like you said he's not the hottest guy on the tv Okay, he he just stop. And it's if they were even smart, for Wyatt, money. I would even be, I would be like, oh okay, why why is to me even though he's just annoyed me this week, <laughs> he's a better character than Liam. At least I feel like he always knew what he wanted. Besides from now with this storyline, but like I feel like he always knew what his feelings were, you know. And he never tried to like yeah. go back and forth with the two. That's what Liam does. He just and they just let him do it. They're just not saying, Liam, like, you need to choose. You know, even, like, when Stephanie's like, is there a chance for us? And, the, like, the whole, like, the episode went off. And then the yeah. next day we pick off, pick up with um, him in the house with Hope. And it's just, like, let him choose. Uh-huh. And then on Monday, watch it be something else stupid. And he's going to be like, the thing is, I, his I choices, He has no ramifications for any of his choices. But here, I think you think you named it right. Let's be real. There's no blood relation between Steffi and Hope. Mm-hmm. Screw it. Let's just have a big old threesome mm-hmm. and just enjoy each other. And then, you know what? Let Hope and Steffi just end up as the true pairing that they are. Yeah. And Could honestly, you imagine if they did, that. like, that would be amazing. Could you imagine if they did, like, a big love episode, like, basically, like, a big love kind of thing where they all moved into mm-hmm. someone's house and the three of them all lived together? And it would just be, other than, you know, Liam would get the best out of this. Then they kick him out. Yep. And they're just like, you know what? We choose us. 
and they live together for a while and everything's cute and all oh, our kids are playing look how adorable they are and all of a sudden it's like they're feeling these things that they didn't think they were going to feel uh-huh. and this is not like what it's been like before and then there's a kiss and then there's like pushback mm-hmm. and then there's another yeah. kiss and then there's pushback i would be here for this are you yeah, kidding yeah. me yes yeah. oh so my god that. those two beautiful women that. together oh my god that's all i'm See? gonna say i would watch that shit every freaking day i'm just saying cbs you messed up with your last lesbians let's let's give us some new ones and on bnb we haven't had lesbians except for wait there was Caroline's Caroline. Yeah. But, her like, but do we really count her? Because they, they didn't even do any heavy petting. Like, at least Olivia got a heavy pet, that girl on Guiding Light. She, she didn't even get a new nut. Did, was there even oh, a kiss? Yeah. I don't even think Karen got a kiss yet. So. And my whole, like, um, when the whole, uh, gosh, when Liam had bought Kelly to, not Kelly, is that Beth to Beth, see, yeah. Stephanie's yeah. house, whatever? I felt like, yes, I feel like I understand where Hope's coming from because, like, or you left the baby there. You know, if you were just coming to visit your daughter and let Steffi see the baby, cool. But why would you leave the baby there? And I'm team Steffi, oh, yeah. but why would you leave the kid there? Yeah. Without even just asking Hope, be like, oh, I'm about to leave, you know, Beth at Steffi's house real quick. You know what I mean? I would leave Hope in a heartbeat. If you told me that you left my child with this woman who is raising her like you just left no nah nope and like yeah, i'm pretty sure she up. knows that stuffy wouldn't hurt the baby that's not even the point no like, it's not that's not the point baby. it's just the point that all right hope and i hate defending this character i'm sorry <laughs> but like <laughs> come on like it's just logic here okay and just like you need to have respect too for your child's mom you know what i mean she hasn't had this baby she just got this baby back like two months ago or something you know what i mean the baby's like nine ten months whatever she doesn't even really know Hope as her mom like that yet. And they are bringing her back to Steffi. So it's like Steffi, like, it was just, no. Liam was wrong in that situation, even though he is a parent. And I feel like he should be spending time with his own daughter, Kelly, because if he hasn't seen her in, like, two months, that is really, he's disgusting to me, like, right now with that. But I feel like he should be like, okay, like, I'm bringing the baby over to see her sister and, you know, visit Steffi for a little while. He didn't say anything. He and he comes been. back to the house looking for papers and act like everything's all cool. That's not okay. Yeah. Should have been honest with Hope from the start. Hey, I need to go see Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing, I'm bringing um, Beth with us. If you want to come, cool. But I, yeah. I need to spend some time with my daughter. And that's it. That's all it is. It's communication. It's relationship he, 101. And that's what yes. Hope said, uh. too. No, but she wasn't mad at Liam. She was more mad at Steffi. She was jealous that yeah. Steffi and the whole the text message or whatever XOXO. She was so mad about that. But it's just like that's where her she come hit on. that. Ugh. Like stop, like stop. And I feel like that text message is like at the end of the day, that's Steffi's baby father too. Not yes. just your baby father. You guys share a baby father, and you guys knew that when you know this whole thing started. And I feel like this whole time Steffi has been trying to, you know, be like a unit with Hope. You know what I mean? Like, all right, like, let's raise our kids together. And when Taylor was running around town, whatever, she was like, no, my God, no, your mom is crazy. I don't want her anywhere near my baby, blah, blah, blah. So basically, she was kind of saying, like, Steffi, F you, F F Kelly, I don't care. To me, that's how it felt. But, I mean, I also feel where Hope's coming from in that sense. Like, I do. Like, this would be a messed up situation. But the problem and that I keep coming back to is you put yourself in this situation. Yeah. Like, you decided 
to keep going after Liam. You decided to keep doing this. It, nobody was forcing your hand. You put yourself in this predicament. Now you got to live with it, and you're not doing a good job with it. Yeah. And she had Liam move in there with Steffi. Steffi brought that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is so. true. And I feel like that was a stupid move, too. Like, that's your husband. Like, work out your situation. You know what I mean? Just because you lost the baby doesn't mean anything. Awesome. That was my biggest thing, too. And then even, like, um, how she was like, oh, like, I respected... She's like, oh, respect my relationship with Liam. And Steffi hasn't even done anything to, even though she might, who knows, because, you know, they're about to go in that route probably. But she hasn't done anything yet to for her to say that. And when she was like, oh, like, I would respect you. And it's like, girl, like, Steffi caught you and Liam making huh? out after a fashion show. Like, and he was huh? living with Steffi. So that was, like, a little bit hypocritical for her to even say. Like, she should have just been like, girl, don't be texting my man. You want to have a conversation with him? Call us on the phone three-way us or something. You know what I mean? If it's really but that serious for her. They're not in a relationship. That's what's making me even more mad. They're, they've never had a conversation or discussed what they are now. Like, he was living with mm-hmm. Steffi one minute, and then baby Beth mm-hmm. turned out not to be, you know, Beth, or Phoebe ended up to be Beth, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're just going to erase everything that happened, and nobody's had a conversation about it. Nobody said, you know what? You, I was just in Steffi's bed last night, and now I'm in yours. And I've got feelings like Liam should be like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'll be real with you. I don't know what I'm doing right now. You have messed. You both have messed with my head so much. And you both want me and you both are doing this to me. Like, I need to figure out which way I'm going. And you know what? I would like to date both of you. If you're cool with that, cool. If you're not, then fuck (laughs) it. Whoever's around, I'm around. But like what's happening now is all three of them are messed up mentally. And none of them yeah. are having adult conversations about what to do next. If Liam wants to be with Steffi, cool. If Liam wants to be with Hope, cool. If Liam wants to date both of them, cool. But they need to have a conversation about what the next move is. And instead, they're just all jumping to conclusions and assuming what is fact when nobody's actually said anything. Yeah. Like, okay. And I think – go ahead. I just had a question, right? I really stopped watching a little bit, but – did Liam and Steffi ever, like, say, oh, we're in a relationship when they were, like, living together and stuff? Was that, like, what it was? Or they never had that conversation either? I don't think they did. I, I think, think they, they called, did. like, sleeping together was, like, a one-off. Like, oh, you know, it was what it was. If it happens again, okay. If not, that's fine, too. Like, they never really defined, like, oh, we're in a relationship or, you know, we're going to yeah, be like, together. It, it was just, like, okay, well, that happened. Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, move on and... You know, see if it happens again. And if not, okay, cool. That's fine, too. The show is insane. (laughs) So many unanswered questions. Like, it's just, it's annoying. And I think, you know, what what Jonathan was talking about, like, I think, like, the jumping to conclusions, like, I think that's been, like, par for the course with these three since, like, the beginning. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, you know, or, like, Liam didn't show up on time, so Hope went and married Wyatt. Yeah. Like, you know, Steffi took off her ring and literally put it on Hope's finger. Like, it's just always, like, one thing after another. Instead of just talking about it and finding out what happened or what's going on or, you know, I'm going to bring it up and I'm probably going to get killed on Twitter. The gondola thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So he went and married Mm -hmm. Steffi. You know, it's like there's always these events that happen. And instead of finding out what's going on, they jump to the worst possible conclusion do stupid things and then after they're like oh that's what happened you know 
Like, when he was supposed to marry Hope in, in Italy, and Deacon wrote that letter or whatever, and then he ended up making out with Steffi, and then he went and married Hope. Like, yeah. what? Or even, <laughs> you know? like, wasn't there a time, I think, when after Steffi and him got married, Liam got married the first time, and she had fell off of, like, a ATV or something in Cabo or something, and then she had a yeah. brain aneurysm that was going to explode in her brain. Just something else to keep them, like, away from each other. And I feel like that's going to happen again. Because when Thomas was saying something like um, how Steffi needs, I mean, Liam needs to be with Steffi and Kelly. And he's going to do whatever he can to, like, you know, make that happen, whatever. And then Hope was talking about a wedding. So I'm like, oh, crap. They're about to do that again. Someone's going to get, you know, uh, hit by a car or something. Thing and then he'll marry the other one you know just something just so ridiculous just it's just it's annoying and then they're gonna be another wedding I don't want to see another wedding like go to the <laughs> courts off screen sign the papers and end that because no one wants to see that another wedding on this show Ugh, this show that's all that's all I got is this show but also you know damn well there's gonna be another wedding in probably like two three weeks yep. so that's just you know, probably, so probably gonna get married on Christmas but it's always, like, Hope. Hope is always getting married. Just, girl, like, uh, and she's been trying to get married since she was, like, 18 when she first came on the show. Like, relax. You have your whole life to get married. Just stop. I mean, she's Why? always marrying Liam. Oh, <laughs> my God. Like, stop. Honey, if you're going to keep marrying people, like, at least make it different people. I mean, I love no, you, she but... she just wants to keep marrying the same you know, wax it's... flip-flopper. Okay, but it's easier for paperwork. Right? <laughs> like, right? she already knows how to spell that last name. She already knows all this. Like her her attorneys already got the divorce papers ready to be filed. Like it's easy. It's done. So, I, I'm curious now. So both of them have been married to Liam what three times each, ish. If if you count the one in Italy that counted, yeah. except she didn't sign the paperwork in America to make it legal in America. Okay, they both married Wyatt. Yep. I'm trying to think of is there anybody else that either because that's the only time Steffi's been married was to Wyatt and Liam, right? Definitely like hasn't been with anybody else but Wyatt, Liam, Bill, and Mark No, but it. I mean married, right? So then Yeah, just those two. Hope was only married to Liam and Wyatt because she never married yeah. Thomas. Like, good lord. Really? Wait, she did marry Thomas, didn't she? No. Yes. She was. So. Yes. Yeah. Or did she? She did. She did, right? They married. So. They got married. They didn't consummate the marriage. That's right. And they had an annulment. They got married. Oh, we got and that's why already? Her- that's why her and Liam are not married yet is because they're trying to do, get the annulment to go through. Oh, God. Right. I mean, find some new people, men, <sighs> for this show. I don't care. New men. They won't use a Spencer. Oh, you some of the ones you already got. Carter. Yes, She Carter. said again from her chest. Carter. Carter. Oh, Carter. <laughs> I mean, One they day. always just want to, you know, bring him out to officiate weddings and sign paperwork. Well, how about someone else officiates his wedding to one of the girls? I don't even care which one at this point. Just, Get it done. Just rescue them for Liam. Someone needs to. God, this show can be so good. Because Brad Bell, and he knows he has it inside him that he can write. Like, he can write just crazy, like, things. You know what I mean? Like, Maya being a man. Um, really, uh, God, what else? Like, just so many different storylines that he's done that shock people. But was he the one that killed line, Phoebe? shocks us. Yeah. Yes, he was, and I'm okay with that. Well, I was, you know, I wasn't mad at that, really, either, to be fair. But 
you know. I'm just saying, think about how far we have come from then. Because I'm just saying, if you ever want a good laugh, watch Jacqueline McInnes Woods try and act during those scenes. Oh, I feel so you, Phoebe. You are so mean. Uh, Wait, what scenes, scenes did you say? When Phoebe when, died. And and Steffi was up on this pier and just Aww, saying that she could she feel. I could she feel. Was, oh, they were soap green beans. you got to let them grow no. into it. It's not no. always easy. Then you, but you don't write scenes for people that... Mm. Bless her but heart. even Torsten, I'm not Torsten K, Ron Moss in those scenes. Oh he, that boy could not act to save his at life, all. okay? I'm going to be God. real honest with you. Like, like, and those scenes were really touching because they have, like, you know, that, that sad background music they always play in sad moments. But, yeah, God, that, I cried at those scenes. But Ron Moss, uh, he, mm, for a man that was on the show for so long, he could not act a lick. Mm. The only thing he could say with some emotion was, damn it, Logan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, don't. 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 Oh, I'm, I'm an awful person. People may not like Torsten Case Ridge, but he's a way better actor. I like the character oh, yeah. way better. I mean, because I love the actor, but like, he's way better than Ron Moss. I don't care uh, if yeah. he's a girl or not. He's a way better actor. I'm just going to be <sighs> quiet. <laughs> I just, if if I've got nothing nice to say, I'm not gonna say it. But honestly, there. What stopped you before, Jonathan? I wanted so many different actors other than Ron Moss in that role. So like when he, I found out he was leaving, that was like one of the best. I was like, okay, let's start wishful casting. I've right? got a list, and Thorsten K wasn't on my list, but I'm okay I'm with it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not yeah. mad at it. Maybe I'm biased just, for my I, my children love. Maybe. Dude, I just want him to get a story. But that's fine. He's got one kind of right now, so let's flesh it out and have him actually develop that story a little bit more. So, there we go. All right, time for the ratings. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being unwatchable, 10 being the best you've ever seen it. Devontae, what did you think of this week? Uh, I give it a 5. Once again, only because of Heather Tom. Okay. Acting, even though she, I think she's on, on one day, one or two days. She's on Wednesday, but Wednesday. that's okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, a five. Okay. Well, very cool. All right, Marissa, what do you have for us? I'm gonna go with a five also because Jacqueline McKenna Woods came back on my screen. You know, Steffi was in full force, waving her finger and everything. But I really didn't like what her and Ar- Hope were arguing about. But I will take it because Jackie was back and. Just love seeing my baby back on the screen. So, yeah, Team Steffi, XOXO. It's got to be, you know. All right. All right, Gossip Girl. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Jenna, what did you write this week? I'm going to give it a three. And I say that because things happened that I liked, and then things happened that I was like, why are we doing this again? Like, I really, 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 really liked having Jacqueline McKinney's Wood back on my screen because I like her, too. Um, I kind of enjoyed Shauna and her smug little face. You know, every time one of the Logans would be like, "Eh, and she just looked like, well, my kid just saved your sister. So bye. That made me kind of laugh. You know, I did not enjoy this whole new, do you love me or do you love her? Like, how about Liam just chooses himself and picks nobody? How about that? That would make me happy. And then he can just go away for a little bit. Take a break. Um, yeah. That's all I got. 
so a four is too high for me, but I feel like a two is too low, and it makes me sad because I don't want to keep copying your answers, Jenna. But three is where I'm at. Uh, I enjoyed watching this week, but I can't tell you why. I was the actors that did it for me, but none of their stories and none of the writing. And that's a big portion of the show. Um, I just I didn't enjoy, I think, a single actual storyline on this thing. And that's sad because we just talked about all the ways that they could improve it, all the different areas and ways and little tweaks that could make these stories engaging. But the way that they were played out, the way that they aired, eh, just they left me feeling shallow and hollow. And I, I just enjoyed watching pretty people be on the screen. But I need more than that. If I'm going to justify watching five days a week and I'm going to justify doing a podcast, I'm going to justify trying to debate with these Twitter stands about these terrible couples, then I want something for it. I want some depth. I want some like characterization. I want to show that my time mattered. And right now, as we get on the next merry-go-round that is hopefully I'm Steffi, I just don't feel like I'm going to get that. But hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully things will turn its way around as we hope for the future, but we can't have nice things. I hate you. I thought thought it was cute. I hate you, So, all right. You're adorable. Anybody got any final thoughts before we wrap up? There we go. Can I say something that will probably get me in trouble with people on Twitter? Sure. Okay. Brad Bell is not his father. He needs to go. Of course not. That's all I got to say. I'm fine with him executive producing and making the show look pretty and casting all of his friends. But writing? No. He needs to leave the writing room. No. He's a horrible writer. And he thinks he's his father. He thinks he's just as good as Bill Bell. I'm like, is this crack you smoke? Are you smoking crack? What makes me sad, and I I don't mean this in the way that it's going to sound, but he's young. He's still incredibly, <laughs> incredibly young, and we've got him for a long, long time before he decides no, to I retire. I, I'm not killing him off. I'm just saying retirement. <laughs> I just, just retirement. Um, uh, but maybe he'll like go and raise like some of his grandkids or do something. I don't know. Just please leave. That's all I'm asking. Just stop, stop writing the show. Well, like I wonder why he won't walk away from it though. Like, you are not a writer. Like. I'm sorry, you're not a good writer. And, like, yeah, he might be an amazing person. Great, but you cannot write. Just move it along. Hire someone that you, you know, can trust, that can write the show good. And like you said, he's young, and he writes the show, like, and everyone talks like they're old. You know, like, even, like, yeah. Liam Hope, Seth, all, like, the young people, they all talk like they're, like, old. Like, like the show seems so, like... It's gotten better for me because when I first started watching, I thought it was like an 80s show because the way they speak, you know, like I wish they were a little bit more like talk a little bit younger for me a little bit. Well, damn it. All right. So we're going to wrap up after this, but it's not his fault. I will give him that because he he writes the long story. He writes the the outlines and the episode breakdown that the writing of them sounding old, which I agree with you 100 percent. The dialogue's trash on the show. But that's down to the script writers, mm-hmm. and that's not on – now, he does hire them, and he does have final approval of the scripts, but that writing is written in somebody else's voice. It's not necessarily his scripts 
that are making it to air. Because again, he is not his father. His father would go through and write every mm-hmm. single script, and that's why you got these characters with different voices, and that it, it sounded unique and sounded like him. But that's not what Brad does. What Brad does is he writes. All right, so hope Liam and Steffi are going to fight over Liam's penis again today. And from that breakdown, exactly, just make it happen. And so they take that little bit of a sentence because some writers, aka Dina Hickley, would only write sentences. That was what they would give. (laughs) Meanwhile, had people like Hogan Sheffer, rest in peace, who would literally write about. I think uh, on average they said that he was writing about 50, 60 pages for an episode breakdown like he would have literal dialogue in there not expecting the writers to use it but this is how he saw the 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 scenes playing out in his head we're gonna paint the picture he gave way too much information and i feel like brad's more on the uh, typing it out on uh, like a tweet uh a story you know like i feel like he's got 140 character limit on his outline like uh, he can he can get out and that's where we're at so well sometimes it feels like that i'll just put that out there so there we go all right well you can follow the podcast at rtakemedia.com we are on twitter at rtakemedia you can use the hashtag rtakebold when discussing this episode so we can find your tweets and use them get your thoughts in on the week and we will include them on our next episode so we can discuss and interact with you, the listeners. You can subscribe, rate, and review us on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts we are at. And we need your help getting those ratings and reviews up so other people can find us when they're searching for a bold and the beautiful or soap-related content. You can follow Durante at Durante1985. You can follow Jenna at Jenna TV Lover. Follow me at John, and you can follow Marissa at Hey Bitches. That's <laughs> three A's, two Y's, three E Bitches. All right, until next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.